Welcome back to New Rockstars. As we inch closer and closer to the Multiverse of Madness, are we about to learn that all of this craziness is due to the actions of one powerful woman? And I'm not talking about our beloved Scarlet Witch who has never done anything wrong in her life. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. It was an accident. I'm talking about everyone's favorite badass Loki variant by the name of Sylvie. Is this what He Who Remains was warning us about? Well, this is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles that we love. My name is MT, and growing Rogue with me today is Twitch variant that will break open any multiverse. It's Angelica Trey. What's going on, Angelica? Hey, I really like that intro. I feel so cool right now. <laughs> it's because you are cool, Angelica. Well, thank you. Living it. Oh my gosh. It's who you are. <laughs> and someone who's always ready to deviate from he who remains a script it's whitney van lanningham what's going on girl ah uh, man always willing to deviate <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so dirty so i like man it script <laughs> <laughs> and finally someone who always knocks twice on the time door it's off-screen producer brandon what's going on buddy? hello hello i'm the i'm the jessica clemens variant today from a different yes, universe. Yes, you are. Slipping in, you know. I think that that means that you should be long hair, Brandon, then, in that case. Oh, no, no. They, you got to pay extra uh, on my my OnlyFans to see the long hair. You got to, uh, okay, we got to sub to your OnlyFans. You got to sub to my OnlyFans to get that get long this hair. started. Sorry, guys. Daddy's got to make money, okay? <laughs> you got to teach me your secret, because uh, the crops ain't growing, buddy. It's not working. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> We've learned a lot this week, the importance of the Loki series as a lead-in to the events of the upcoming Doctor Strange sequel, which makes us think that the popular series prompted some script changes. But just how important are the events of Loki? Which leads us to our first topic of today, did Loki give us the Illuminati that we see in the Doctor Strange 2 trailer? Because in an interview this week, a producer on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness described how the introduction of variants in the Loki series changed the direction of the film. Um, and they even brought in Loki head writer Michael Waldron to work on the script for the Doctor Strange sequel. So does this mean that there was no Illuminati before the death of He Who Remains? And was the upcoming film going to look completely different? And how do we think this expansion of the concept of variants in the multiverse will play out as the film dives deeper into the whole concept? So I definitely mm -hmm. think Loki is a huge pivotal point in the MCU. And I, I think that I think that the fall of He Who Remains is not what triggered the start of the Illuminati, but I think that in Multiverse of Madness, there's going to be a lot going on here. And I think that Sylvie is going to be behind it, but Strange will also be mm. a part of it somewhere in there because we've already seen some characters like, I don't know, I mean, back of the head features with like Professor X and <laughs> we've got some other introductions mm. coming into the MCU that have in the comics been part of the Illuminati. So I definitely think that it's something that's a huge trigger from the Loki series, but will come to fruition during Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I like the idea that there was, you know, they, they were working on Doctor Strange 2, putting together a script, and then they see Loki. And we know that there was reshoots, and every Marvel movie has reshoots, and then like a second round of reshoots. Like they, they bake it into the original schedule. But I bet when they saw Doctor or when they saw Loki and this concept of variance, they were like, oh, okay, this is very interesting. Like, I'm totally convinced that the script didn't include the Illuminati until after they saw Loki. And they're like, oh, we could have this whole thing come in. Because uh, that mm. interview you talk about, MT, they, they do mention like, oh, because they did all this work on Loki, we don't have to like explain everything all over again. Right. And even all, yeah. all of 
popular culture is getting into this concept of multiverses. You know, the DC is going to have the Flash movie, which is going to do the same thing. And so it's like society is primed to understand the multiverse now and they had no way home. And it's like they kind of get it right. Like they get that, like, oh, there's these different versions of things out that exist out there. So now I think with like Doctor Strange, like, great, we can start in the middle. Like people get it mm. to, to put it all together. Like Sylvie killing he who remains means we get like the Illuminati now. And I think they probably existed and they weren't able to get into our universe because of what he who remains was doing. Now that he's dead, they're going to mm. bust in. They're going to be like, what have you guys been doing here? We've been trying to help. We can't get the f in. And the door was locked. And now we can get in. And this is a fucking mess. What are you guys doing? You know what? I, if I was Professor X, I'd be the same way. Oh, totally. I could definitely see Sylvie taking matters into her own hands, too, and initiating the Illuminati. Because it really seems like there's there's going to be... She's going to try to gain control where she can. Yeah. Especially probably after dealing with the guilt of He Who Remains downfall. Um, so we'll see what happens right. there. But Sylvie's going to play a huge role in this. Wait, so do you think that Sylvie... like? could actually be like the head honcho behind the formation of the Illuminati? I, I think that she could definitely be maybe the main, like the person that pitches the idea. <laughs> so I don't know if she'll be like the top dog in it, but you know, maybe plant some seeds. You know how sneaky Sylvie is? Like a Nick Fury? She's a little sneak. If Professor X is like, it's time we, we should tell him the truth. The truth is, we do whatever this lady tells us to do. Uh, she's yeah. got a big knife and we're freaked out, guys. I think Sylvie's going around disseminating information. Yeah, and she's, she's like starting up a lot of these ideas and like planting a lot of these seeds. And then, of course, we're going to pull in, you know, it's going to be a, a big main thing because now they need an organization to, to come through and actually handle stuff like the Illuminati um, beforehand before any of this havoc is wrought, mm. right? And so we'll probably bring in like Namer eventually and and obviously Professor X and some other folks, mm. you know, and I, I think that it's going to be really fun and really cool. And maybe we'll get, you know, Steven. <laughs> Me too. Uh, well, I, I, I'm excited for that. I was like kind of like the shadowy kind of sketchy you know organizations or the right. the like okay we're well because here's the thing it's like it's hard to be a hero or call yourself a hero and then also be like operating around rules or before like trying to prevent something mm -hmm. so i really like the concept of the illuminati mm -hmm. so i'm gonna run fully in that direction oh yeah i think that having an illuminati introduced in doctor strange 2 and especially in a doctor strange series like you said it makes so much sense considering that the illuminati sort of did what a, a, a lot what Doctor Strange was doing. Like, they break the rules, and, like, they sort of do things like, like you know what, we know better, so, like, we're just going to do things in secret. So, like, they're sort of like a parallel to Doctor Strange in a way. But what you got, Whitney? Well, uh, <laughs> there was a clip where little sweet baby Tony Stark is on his phone, and you can see that he has an Illuminati app on his oh, cell yeah. phone. Oh, yeah, Oh, my God. And yeah. so I think that the Illuminati has been around and mm -hmm. i think that they've kind of been preparing behind the scenes for something like this to happen but something of this magnitude has not happened yet so we haven't mm. seen them yet because like even thanos that was more of messing with our universe but he wasn't messing with other multiverses so i think that mm. at that point in time they probably were formed but they didn't have any reason to meet re thanos yeah. and now that shit's getting up in the multiverse 
now they have a reason to come together on screen. Sadly, RIP Iron Man, but uh, I think that obviously Professor X is happening, but um, like in the original Illuminati lineup, Doctor Strange was a part of it. So I think that the dark Doctor Strange that we saw in the Multiverse of Madness trailer could be the representative of the Illuminati and they're catching our Steven up to speed when they're like, let's tell him the truth. Actually, here's your variant. We're all part of the Illuminati. <laughs> and guess what? We're in charge of making sure that Wanda doesn't f*** up the multiverse. I love the idea of Tony Stark, like, constantly messaging the Illuminati throughout the events of, like, the MCU. And them just be yeah. like, eh, it's not a big deal. He's like, there's yeah. this guy, and he made an arc reactor, and he's got whips, and he's trying to kill me. And they're like, eh, that's very small potatoes. We, yeah, we very small too. potatoes. That has nothing to do with, yeah. like, literally breaking reality. So until reality breaks, don't call us. Yeah, yeah. Thanos is here. He's got all these stones, and, like, half the people are gone in the universe. And they're like, man, that's, that's real. I know it seems bad. But it's not a big deal. It's yeah. not like our thing. Not our problem. Eh, <laughs> eh. <laughs> <laughs> Just your universe? Eh, 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 I don't what know. are you, you going to do? It's really only <laughs> affecting you guys. They're like, we killed our Thanos. What's your problem? Like, what's yeah, happening? what's your deal? You couldn't kill your Thanos? That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> he's, he's like Peter Parker in uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, Oko, just sending like, messages to the yeah. Illuminati. Yeah. He's like, hey, Illuminati, uh, I did this cool thing today. I stopped uh, Whiplash. Like, oh, that's cool. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Tony. Uh, <laughs> Well, Winnie brings up a really good like idea too, or a really good you know concept around: Are we going to be getting variants or multiple variants in the Illuminati, and how is that going to operate? You know, so are we going to get like mm. I don't know Captain Carter and and some other folks involved? It would be cool like, to see who? like Captain Carter on the Illuminati because I, I I don't yeah. think they're gonna like one for one the comics right. I don't think they're gonna bring yeah. in Black Bolt. That seems like so insane. And no. they would have yeah, to kind of acknowledge in humans, which they kind of want everyone to forget about in humans. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, I think that if they do introduce Black Bolt, I, I I would be honestly super shocked if they even brought back Anson Mount at all. Because like, even if they did a variant of Anson Mount's Black Bolt, people would just be like, "What is the sig- I don't. I didn't watch in humans. Yeah. I don't know the significance of that. So they could just recast him completely. Um, but I just feel like the Inhumans just haven't really done well in the comics. And in live action, even though I personally love the Inhumans and Marvel should totally make an Inhumans anime. Right. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. Sorry. I'm just very passionate about this one specific thing. <laughs> and keep demanding but, Inhumans anime. Well, Inhumans yeah. anime would be so dope. Like, that's how, oh man, that is my true feelings. I mean, I would love like a world where you have to pit the the mutants against the Inhumans in, in the MCU. Mm. And it's like, only one can remain. Who's it going to be? Yo, right. like, there is a whole arc in the comics of just that. There's right. this whole war between the Inhumans and the X-Men. I would love to see that on screen, personally. But, like, I just feel like a Tillin society, the whole Inhuman society with the, how their whole caste system set up. Yeah. People aren't really down with that. It's just not really great. They're not a great rural family. <laughs> uh, so. but yeah, Angelica, what you're saying about like, are there multiple Illuminatis or is there just like one Illuminati? You know, do, are there other Professor X's like, yeah. why don't I get to be on the Illuminati? I'm a good, I'm a good Professor X. I'm That's what I was thinking. Let, let me be on the. Let me be on the team. Boy. <laughs> yeah, there could be another Tony already on it, right? And like our Tony yeah. really wanted to be on. He's like, look, guys, I made an app. I put it on my phone. Please let me in. They're like, you got it. <laughs> yes, I designed an app <laughs> for app? you. Will you please let me join the team now? <laughs> we got it. We got it. We have a Tony. You're a great Tony. 
we got it, Tony. Okay, we got it, Tony. <laughs> yeah, how surprised would you be if Tony actually could communicate across like the multiverse on an app, like the Illuminati app? It's just like the WhatsApp, but for the multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> so you can communicate like with your variants in other galaxies. That'd like be great. I would do that a lot, actually. That's like when I have to like text my cousins in England on the WhatsApp group chat, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. It'd be exactly <laughs> like that, except. Yeah, I'd, I'd be trying to find out if I'm like still short in all my variants. I'd be like, are you are you five foot one still? Are you, how tall are you? <laughs> yeah, what if there's height? actually t- like tall there? variants of Angelica mm. and Whitney out there? What oh, if we right? have like really tall? Tall variants. NBA Angelica Whitney <laughs> variants. That would be amazing. Who knows anything guys. about sports? I love that. I love that for her. I also love the idea of our Tony Stark constantly sending pictures to like the Illuminati app and it, it downloads on their local things and they're like, Tony keeps filling up my phone because my phone automatically <laughs> do- downloads Illuminati pictures. And they're just filling selfies because yeah, his just beard looked like really selfies. good that day or yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Constant selfie. They're just pictures of him and Peter Parker because he's sad. He's like, I miss my son. Oh, <laughs> that is sad. Are there variants of Peter Parker? Hey, out? Sorry, I didn't mean to get Tony begging the Illuminati for help because he lost his Peter Parker, and they're all like, That's really not our. <laughs> that's like really not our thing, dude. Again, that's your Peter, your problem. We your don't respond. do that. That's your thing. Your Peter, your problem. That <laughs> sounds wrong. <laughs> that's exactly right, Angel. Like, that's exactly right. Look at the sign. <laughs> don't make don't me tap the me sign. Your problem. <laughs> don't make me tap the sign. No, these are all amazing theories. And for that, I'm awarding everybody 10 million rogue dollars. This is insane. You can exchange those points at your local Walmart. Just kidding. They're not real. But yes, everyone gets 10 million points because you guys are so smart. I love you guys a lot. But up next, we're going to talk about one of Spider-Man's oldest villains. But first, Epic Hero Shop has released their new line of merch inspired by the Batman. And it's super cool. They've got three different shirts, some socks, and even a Riddler-inspired tie. A mysterious tie. I wouldn't recommend wearing it to a job interview. Maybe unless you're, you know, interviewing to become a criminal mastermind. And I also heard a rumor that they're about to release a new limited edition latest obsession shirt design. So keep an eye out for that over at the newrockstarsmerch.com website. And also it's discouraging if you're only making a small dent on your multiple credit card balances each month because you're only paying the minimums. Upstart can help you pay off your existing debt quickly and start finally getting ahead in your finances. So whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. So rather than looking at your credit score alone, Upstart's model considers other factors like your income, employment, and other information provided in your loan application to find you a smarter rate for your loan. So you can check your rate without impacting your credit score in just five minutes for loans between 1,000 and get this, $50,000, that is a lot of money. And you can even receive your funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. I did this personally, like I actually did this and it's actually very, very fast. So I, I can personally vouch for this. Um, so find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash rogue theory. That's upstart.com slash rogue theory. And do not forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you because that helps us a lot. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. So go to upstart.com slash rogue theory. 
theory. And hey, we all got our goals for the year, like starting a real life Illuminati or reading the Darkhold cover to cover. But at the top of a lot of people's lists is learning a new language with Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Around the new Rockstar's office, we got staffers learning Spanish and French using Babbel, and they love how addictively fun Babbel makes learning a new language. The process is fast and easy and transfers well to real world use. Babbel's 15 minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. And Babbel's lessons were created by over 100 language experts and their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. And with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. And in addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. And plus, it comes with a 20-day money back guarantee. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. And right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months if you know how to do math for the price of three. Just go to babbel.com and use promo code ROGUE. That is B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code ROGUE. Babbel, language for life. When I've got my Stan socks on, I always know that my feet are both comfortable and stylish. And now they're taking that comfort and style from toe to head with the launch of their new active apparel line. Stance has a super soft line of sweatpants and joggers, shirts, hoodies, and more that look as good as they feel. And they're available in a full range of fits, prints, and fabrics. I think the coolest parts of Stance Apparel is all of their collaborations with artists and intellectual properties, and wear their Nightmare Before Christmas hoodie over their Bob Marley t-shirt with Incredible Hulk socks, and let the world know all the stuff that you're into at the same time, because why not? It's just efficient. And Stance's philosophy is that you should never have to sacrifice your own individual style for the sake of comfort, and now you don't have to. So whether you're relaxing around the house, working out at the gym, or just running all over town, Stance now delivers signature softness and creativity in a full line of active apparel lines from toe to head. Stance has got you covered, so head on over to stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code ROGUE at checkout to apply and enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Stitched different. Now, we haven't heard too much about the Sony Spider-Verse film Craven the Hunter, which is currently in development. But we did get some exciting casting news this week. Fred Hessinger has just been cast as the chameleon in the upcoming Craven the Hunter. From the pages of The Amazing Spider-Man number one, way back from the year 1963, which is just feels like yesterday, comes Dmitry Shmerdakov, aka the chameleon. Um, he was Spider-Man's first supervillain, and now he's getting his first ever live action appearance. So how will a second major villain affect the plot of this edition of the Sony Spider-Verse? Well, I think like including the chameleon is very interesting, right? Uh, in the comics, they establish he's the half-brother of Kraven the Hunter, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and right. they also th yeah. and they cast, um, what's his name? He loves to fight everybody from Australia. Uh, uh, <laughs> Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe. Crow. Yes. Yeah. That, that was a bad South Park reference where he just fights I was everybody. like, who are you going for? But that's the perfect description. I honest, yeah, yes, I thought Russell you were Crow. like describing Kangaroo Jack for a second. Uh, and I was me like, too. Yeah. I didn't want to say it, but I was Kangaroo like, Kangaroo Jack. Jack. Kangaroo Jack was recently cast as Craven the I would Hunter. love Kangaroo Jack as Craven the <laughs> Hunter. Uh, yeah, they cast Russell Crowe in this movie too, right? As he He's going to be maybe another member of Craven's family. So it's looking like a family family affair right and all the families mm. are coming together um i i i think it, I, I think it's cool to have chameleon you know as like spider-man's like og villain super villain super, first super villain he faced 
He's the reason everyone in New York hates Spider-Man because he dressed up as Spider-Man and went around and committed a bunch of crimes when Spider-Man was trying to join the Fantastic Four because he needed the money. Uh, And then everyone. So no one trusts Spider-Man because of these initial events where they're like, I thought Spider-Man was a bad guy. Didn't he? And it's like, no, that was another guy. Um, So I think they might use Chameleon. And it would be really cool if we see Spider-Man and Kraven the Hunter and it just turns out to be like Chameleon, right? Like pretending yeah. to be Spider-Man. Mm. They keep teasing Spider-Man in like the Sony Venom verse. So that would be super interesting. I do like that idea of like, you know, this this Craven the Hunter chasing the wrong man. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's this annoying guy who just wants to be Spider-Man. It's not actually. His half-brother Spider-Man. constantly getting in the way. And like, you know, Chameleon is an animal. And like Craven the Hunter likes to hunt animal things. That's true. Things. So like maybe he's hunting chameleon in this movie. Like maybe that's the person he's hunting. It's like, where is this chameleon? So I, I do like that idea. I mean, it's it's wild right now because it really feels like Sony's just taking it all the way back. We are currently in a golden era of Spider-Verse right mm-hmm. now. And we're just building it up. We've got Mwah. the very first super villain for Spider-Man now confirmed. And I think that for how late this feels like it was announced, even though, you know, it's what's Craven's coming out January next year or something. The way that they announced this, I feel like they're building up for more maybe later down the road. So we have Chameleon and he's probably going to be popping in throughout Craven the Hunter, but maybe there's going to be more of him down the line is what I picked up from this. But I think it's really cool that Sony is building out this even more extended Spider-Verse right now. Well, it seems like Sony wants to get to that Sinister Six at some point, right? With them focusing on these, like, villains constantly. And, like, maybe even before we see another Spider-Man in the Sony-verse, they're going to do six villains who have no one to fight. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, there there have been plans to to make a Sinister Six movie for sure for the longest time. I mean, ever since the end of the Amazing Spider-Man two, where they teed this Sinister Six, and that never re- actually happened. Um, so yeah, I think they're they're starting to build some type of Sinister Six scenario with your Cravens and with your Chameleons, and like I'm just wondering how that's going to factor in to like the whole Spider Verse narrative. Like, are we going to see them in like in the MCU? Are they to cross over to like you know bother our Peter Parker like in like you know, I have this weird idea. I'm like, this is sort of random, but like, do you think that Jameson is going to be involved with the chameleon in any way? Because we know that Jameson was involved with the creation of the scorpion. And we know that scorpion is an element um, in, in the no way home trilogy. I think that what if, like, what if J Jonah Jameson creates the, the chameleon along with the um, scorpion? That makes sense. Cause like if Jameson brings in chameleon, and he's like, I need you to dress up like Spider-Man and go commit some crimes so I can get some news stories, right? He could yeah. be doing yeah. like that. Yeah, that could be cool. Exactly. Like, I think that he just really wants to defame Spider-Man because he just doesn't like him. It's just this weird, like, neurosis against Spider-Man. He's just like, I don't care what pictures I get of Spider-Man as long as I see him doing crimes. So Chameleon just do crimes to draw him out. Um, so, yeah. I Great impression. Be, well, listen, <laughs> I can, I, you know, I can be devil's advocate for... <laughs> I could be devil's advocate for J. Jonah Jameson here. He's got a point. Like, mm. we don't need someone in a costume operating outside the bounds of the law who's beholden to nobody, <laughs> who does whatever he wants, who causes damage. Uh, and we turn out, it turns out it's a kid. And, like, that's not cool either. Okay. He's leaving webbing everywhere, which, yes, it disintegrates at some point. But we don't know the long term health effects of this webbing in the city. 
Like what exactly. if it? Oh, you sound like, like a Republican. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm I'm I'm, 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 I'm advocating uh, on behalf of Jameson here because he's being bad mouthed and he's not able to respond right now. Okay, someone has got to regulate oh these superheroes. They got to be stopped. You know what? Maybe I've been converted. I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> Maybe I've wow. been converted. <laughs> Damn, you've been listening to too much of the J. Jonah Jameson podcast. <laughs> no, no, I can't, yeah, I can't put down the Daily too much Bugle Spider-Man PS4. That's been getting into your brain, all right? Listen, the podcast is great, <laughs> and all the supplements they sell me have been really helping uh, Really helping my health. Oh, my God, Chad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> my marriage has improved dramatically. I'm on those nootropics, man, so and my mind has never worked better, okay? <laughs> it's opened oh my God. up. What if... Chameleon takes advantage of the multiversal cracks from No Way Home, and he uses mm. that to get into the Andrew Garfield universe, mm. and he pretends to be Gwen Stacy, come back oh to life as a variant, <laughs> just oh to trap Andrew Garfield and break his heart all over again. I know that that's He just up. wants to break his heart? That's all he wants to do? But America wants to see this man sad. <laughs> oh my that's what America wants. He plays America sad does really not well. want this man to be happy no. and in love. And I think we that should. the chameleon could just swoop on in and break his beautiful little heart all over again. <laughs> we should get Neve from Catfish involved. <laughs> yes. 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 It's just an episode of so Catfish, funny. but it's Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 3. Why does oh this chameleon God. plan sound more so evil than just like, I don't know, destroying <laughs> I the world? Like, like it just, it seems so personal. Ever done in the comics. Because yeah. I am chameleon. Do we think like chameleon is going to be like the real bad guy in this movie? Because like all these movies, right? They're about the villains, you know, Venom right. and Morbius and now this one. And it's like, they're the villains, but there's always a a more villainy villain there, right? And they stop yeah. them. So they're ostensibly the protagonists. They're the good person. So it's like, is this one going to be, again, like trying to make us empathize with Craven, Or will Craven always be the bad guy? Are they going to let a villain be a villain? Let Cruella kill the dogs. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay? Let, Cru- no, let Cruella think, kill yeah. the dog. I want to see it. I want to see her kill a puppy. Now, okay? I honestly think that you're on, a, on the right track there, Brandon, because I think that in order for these movies like, you know, Venom and your Cravens to be successful, you've got to have to root for the central character. So I think that, you know, the chameleon, even though Craven is a psychopath himself, the chameleon will probably be a worse person. Like more you know, psychopath. probably dressing up as your as your girlfriend and making you make out with him. <laughs> Like I love the idea that the chameleon is not changing his face. He just like puts a wig on and like Andrew Garfield yes. buys it. For, you know. Bamboozled again by the chameleon. It's me, Tracy. <laughs> what? You were dead. How is this possible? How did this happen? I got spider bite. I don't know. Andrew Garfield's just that like desperate for Gwen Stacy. Then when he finds out, that's when he turns dark. So that that was the whole dark period. The OG chameleon from the beginning of the comics, like he just like used makeup and like special effects, kind of like Mysterio. Yeah, he was just like a good actor. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he was like a good actor, and he would put on makeup and stuff. So I love the idea (laughs) dressing up as Gwen Stacy, put on lipstick all sloppily. Then he got like he got a belt buckle that sprayed a gas that made his like face malleable. So he would like yeah, yeah, yeah. he'd like spray his face with this belt buckle, which yeah. much must look insane if you see this guy on the bus. Like, <laughs> yeah, the sixties were a face. wild time, bro. And then like the mushing his face time. around and be like, "I'm Gwen Stacy." <laughs> Gwen, just like Gwen. Gwen. <laughs> he just has to say the name over and over again. Honestly, I I, I think I've witnessed worse things on the bus. So. 
And you True become facts. a different person. It's yeah. harrowing. Every bus ride is harrowing yeah. in its own way. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Same for him. Wait, what do you guys think of the idea of the chameleon being part of Team Mysterio? Because we, we know that Team Mysterio is still out there. So like what if there's like a variant version of Team Mysterio in this separate universe with mm. um, um with Craven? Where like they're just like we don't have a Quentin Beck, we don't have like a, the barf technology, but we kind of want to be like mess up Spider Man anyway, <laughs> or like just be bad anyway through the chameleon, and like we're just gonna be the chameleon instead of Mysterio. So like I love the idea that? that the MCU is just like Taylor Swift and is still not over Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> so we gotta no. keep making, <laughs> we gotta keep including him. Even if he's been dead for like the past three movies, Mysterio's got to <laughs> stay in the forefront. We got to keep making Mysterio content, you guys. Jake Gyllenhaal's legacy must stay intact. It must. I mean, at all times. <laughs> I just, I just want a scene with the chameleon, like in, in Mrs. Doubtfire, when he's at a restaurant. The chameleon's yes. at a restaurant mm-hmm. with like three different people. He's got to <laughs> yes! keep going to the bathroom to change who he is. Yeah. Like, Oh my god! Like the Sony Spider Verse, so they're jealous that that main MCU is doing scrolls, right? Man, they're like, man, I wish we had scrolls. They got, we got one guy who can we be got a scroll, one scroll, and type he's just guy. gonna go around changing uh, whoever he is, right? I just want to um, see yeah. him smash the pie in his face and do the hello, hello. <laughs> like Craven shows up in his apartment, but he's not ready yet, and he's like, oh, I gotta, yeah, he's not ready. I gotta, I don't have my my belt buckle. It's at the shop. I, I don't know. I can't change my face. <laughs> okay, these are all amazing theories. And for Angelica and Brandon, I'm going to award you seven million rogue bucks. Oh my for gosh, so many. I love them so seven much. Million. I love the idea of Chameleon dressing up as Spider-Man and like sort of just pretending to be him and kind of leading Craven off the trail or even just becoming the villain of that movie outright and Craven just going after him. I think it'd be really fun. And I also love the idea of Chameleon just becoming a bigger part of the MCU later on and just like, just becoming this mystique type figure and just like to be like, you thought it was your friend, but it's actually me. Uh, chameleon. I would love that just for him just to be annoying forever. It's love. I love it. But I have to give it, give Whitley <laughs> 10 million rogue points for the idea of tricking Andrew Garfield into thinking that Gwen Stacy was still alive. This is Gwenfire, man. It's a good theory. Uh, this is Gwenfire. Oh my God. <laughs> like literally, so we need this movie to happen. <laughs> So 10 million robots <laughs> my God, <laughs> incredible. This, come on, Marvel Studios, you, don't, you better be watching and listening to this. I um, want Sony it. too. Let us write it. Let us write, seriously. Let, let me and MT write, write right Mrs. Track. Gwenfire the movie. <laughs> Hello. 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 And now it is time for our rogue question. Are you guys ready for this one? Yeah. 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 All right, gang. Because in the recently released Marvel Assembled on Disney+, Plus, which chronicled the behind-the-scenes events of the Hawkeye series, confirmed that all of the Avengers were invited to Rogers the Musical, the premiere in New York City, that and only Hawkeye was the only one that showed up, which is kind of messed up. So, what are the best excuses that the other living Avengers gave for not attending? Because, you know, Tony Stark... Big time dead, so he, he's got a he's got a good. Excuse. Tony had a good reason. Natalie had a good reason. Okay, they couldn't <laughs> yeah. come. Because everyone come. knows he would be there front row just to see you know himself on stage. Just he's, he's got ego like that. The whole cast to go get his his clothing tailored or something. Something after I don't know. I'm mm. I'm trying to think like something yes. like oh I I got to go get my pants tailored. I I feel like I'm thinking of something like a little too further down the <laughs> line here because I just think it's funny how he always has his pants on still. 
Um, <laughs> he becomes the Hulk. I don't know why it that, like, triggers him to become the Hulk is that theater kids just really piss him off. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, hate, I hate musicals. <laughs> theater kids. Musicals. Like, I will not be able to stay Bruce Banner if you Honestly, this thing. <laughs> I could, I could see him just sitting there. I could I see Bruce that. Banner just sitting there throughout the entire musical looking so uncomfortable, but with like a very, very awkward smile on his face. And then just like, he's just slowly <laughs> kind of just trying to keep it down, like just veins bulging. I like to think that Wanda Maximoff uh, did all of WandaVision just to avoid going to Rogers the Musical. Um, yes. She's like, you know what? I'll, I'll show you a real production. Here's WandaVision. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you how to do a production. A production. Yeah, Wanda's like, my actors oh, are no, better. The town can enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Wanda's, Wanda's <laughs> over there doing like a Schenectady over in Westfield. She's like making the whole town put on her play. I like to imagine that he's not an Avenger, but Scott Lang finds out that he's in the musical like after the premiere. And he's like pissed that he wasn't yeah. invited. Like his daughter shows him like a video on TikTok. They're like, Dad, you're in this thing. You weren't at the Battle of New York. He's like, what? I should have been invited. This is insane. And he probably shows up like two weeks later and they like don't let him in or whatever. He's like, but I'm Ant-Man. I'm Ant-Man. And he's got to shrink down and then sneak in to go watch it. I would love Ooh. to see that. Oh, my God. I like to think that Ant-Man deliberately committed a crime. Uh, so that Jimmy Woo would once again place him under house arrest so that so there was no way he could go see the musical. He was just like, this sounds bad. I don't want to be a part of this. So he gets arrested and then Jimmy Woo babysits him. He's outside Jimmy's house just like breaking his mailbox with a baseball yeah. bat. And be like, do it. Yeah. Do it. Arrest me. Amazing. You guys are so funny. But no, I... These were, again, amazing answers, but I've, once again, got to give it to Whitney for this image of just having Hulk in the audience, just, like, trying to hold in his anger, <laughs> saying musicals. I hate like, kids. Oh, I can't do it. I, can't. I know I'm always kids. angry, but I just can't do it. Kids. We didn't break out like, the song. Even this there. isn't true. They just, like, he just f***ing hated whenever they made him play Zip Zap Zop. You know, like in high school, and he was just like, God, I cannot be around like, these types of people anymore. I hate stairs and theater kids. <laughs> can't do it. Which makes Whitney our winner for today, even though, again, you guys were all amazing people, and oh, I, I love making these rogue theories with you and going rogue every week, because you guys are geniuses, geniuses, comic book geniuses. But that is it for this episode of Rogue Theory. I want to thank our very special guests, Angelica Trey, Whitney Van Lettingham, and off-screen producer Brandon. Support them on Twitter. Go follow them. And wherever, whatever they're doing, like especially on Twitch, Angelica is an amazing Twitcher. Go do, do watch her on Twitch. And it's amazing. And everybody, just follow everybody else too. And follow me on Twitter if you want to see me tweet some weird stuff at Mastertainment. And support our channel by checking out all of our awesome merch over at NewRockstarsMerch.com. Thank you for spending time with us. And we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs>